Welcome to the Rock the Bedroom podcast, where we talk about sex and intimacy. Hi, I'm Lee Jagger, and as a sexologist, I've helped thousands of women spice things up in the bedroom, even if intercourse is off the table. And this is the first non-sex sex podcast that shows women how to be more confident in the bedroom, create passion and playfulness in their relationship, and have the best sex of their lives. Just a heads up, I will not be censoring my guests' language, so you may hear the occasional F-bomb. Get ready for a juicy conversation as we explore how to rock the bedroom. I'm kind of jumping out of my skin right now. I could not be happier to be hosting this episode and providing entertainment and hopefully some inspiration uh, on how to how to have a fabulous love life. You know, just a heads up, um, we will be talking about sex. We will be talking about body parts. That is intentional because we can't rock the bedroom and have a better sex life if we don't talk about this stuff. So there is so much taboo around this subject, which just keeps people in the dark and feeling alone in their sexual dissatisfaction and not feeling like they can talk to anyone and get help. And so many people desperately need help in their sex lives. So that is exactly why I wanted to create this podcast to educate people, to make this not such a forbidden subject. Uh, I want to normalize this conversation that we desperately need to have. And I've been doing this with my clients for years now, helping thousands of women feel more empowered in the bedroom and in their relationships in general, um, and be able to like find their voice and ask for what they want and say no to the things that they don't want so that they can have, well, basically a happier and more fulfilling relationship. And I want to now bring this to a bigger audience and inspire more women to let them know that they can have more in their sex life. And that's why I have joined me today. <laughs> so excited. A woman who I deeply admire for how open she is as just this eternal perpetual learner. <laughs> she's, I mean, with me, she's learning how to feel more confident and how to communicate better in relationships, even though she's amazing at it already. I just, I liked her from the moment that we met, what was that, a couple of years ago now? Oh my gosh. And I couldn't be more excited to have Michelle join me today. So thank you so much for being on the show, Michelle. Welcome. Oh my gosh. What an introduction. <laughs> that is, I'm so flattered that you speak that highly of me because I can totally reciprocate those feelings back to you, Lee. When I first met you and saw you in your program, I was like, I like this woman. I really like her. I, I mean, I loved what I learned, but I just, there were, you're so genuine and authentic and real. And that's what pulled me in for sure. But oh, nice. Well, thank you. Yeah. And just for our listeners, I mean, if you don't know me already, uh, yeah, this is going to be real. <laughs> This isn't going to be so polished. I'm not going to do a lot of editing. Like with the life is real and it's not, 
it's not life hasn't been through the facetune app and all smoothed out and the wrinkles are gone and the blemishes are invisible like life is messy and real and raw and we're not perfect and so i certainly am not going to be perfect on this podcast i don't well actually i think the mess is the perfection don't you agree like this idea of things per we want perfection but i think perfection isn't flaw free (laughs) perfection is just authentic and real and genuine and vulnerable yeah for sure i i remember hearing once that excellent uh, perfection and excellence excellence is a journey not a destination yeah and i always tell people imperfectly imperfect so we're not we're fallible humans like we were talking about earlier and we make mistakes and we pull ourselves up and get back in the game because everything is a learning curve so yeah yeah absolutely so uh this is gonna be a very real podcast if you're new to my world you yeah this is (laughs) this is it polished (laughs) this is as real as it gets yeah real conversations (laughs) two women talking about stuff yeah yeah juicy stuff yeah very yummy very (laughs) yummy but i'm used to that because you know we get together every week on the coaching Mm -hmm. calls Mm -hmm. which i'll tell you all you listeners about later um but yeah every week we get on a coaching call and we talk about the stuff that you just didn't learn in school that we should have learned in school that we yeah so we're talking about all things sex and relationship and communication in relationships all that kind of stuff yeah and you know can I just say something really quick about that because being a member of your your group I didn't really know what to expect when I chimed in on those calls it was you know a Q&A thing where we're talking about the techniques that we're learning yada yada however Lee you go even deeper with us as your subscribers that is just like a level that I wasn't expecting so it was so refreshing to have a support system not just for me but for all of us where we can kind of bounce off of each other and and hold each other up in our womanhood so thank you for that that's really cool I'm glad I over delivered excellent (laughs) yeah so for the listeners who don't know because this is not in the intro thing, but um, so I teach erotic massage. That's how most people know me. Oh yeah, she's the she she she's touched two thousand penises. You know, she's got all these techniques on how to <laughs> massage a guy's privates, and <laughs> and so so yes, I do teach different erotic massage techniques for women to do on men, or really men to do on men. Whoever wants to do it on men and men's body parts. Um, but there, yeah, you're right. There's a deeper level here. Like you, you can't, you can't just do these techniques on, on someone who you have a really lousy relationship with and have no love for, or no intentions on being able to communicate more. Like that's not going to save your relationship. The, the, what saves relationships or makes good relationships even more fulfilling, I think, is the communication and the the empathy, understanding how your partner thinks and how to say certain things to your partner 
to not make them defensive, how to find your voice in the bedroom or in the relationship in general. So you could just talk about anything you need to, especially the tough stuff. Like all that stuff goes into having a great relationship. So I could teach you all these massage techniques to wow your guy and blow his socks off and break his brain a little bit and make him see heart emojis, you know, looking <laughs> at you doing, doing these, these techniques. But at the end of the day, that relationship is still going to break up because there's more to just being in the bedroom, which is funny because this is a rock the bedroom podcast. But <laughs> really, I mean, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am and mister is just not it, it's OK at times, but there's more to that. There's more to be had. Yeah. And so I'm I'm glad that I'm delivering more than just the just yeah. the hands-on tech massage technique stuff. I'm yeah, glad I surprised you with that. That's good. I, yeah, I was, I was blown away because I belong to other support groups and we zoom in on, um, you know, weekly sessions. And I was like, God, this is like therapy. This is awesome. But not only that, it's just women who are real and all over the world, which just the other day we had that one that was in from Copenhagen. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm talking to somebody like halfway across the world. Right. And it felt great. And it just, it's very supportive and it's very warm and cozy. And I just, I'm super appreciative to you for that. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. That's, well, it's always lovely to know that my intentions are they're being fulfilled. Like they're, they're, yeah, uh, that's exactly how I want everybody to feel <laughs> in the program, but I'm not here to talk about the program. I want to talk about you. So, because you are so fascinating and I love how you are so eager to jump in and help other women on the call and, you know, put in your two cents worth and your perspective, um, which I find very valuable. Uh, but so before you even knew about Lee Jagger before you came across me in my world. Um, what was your love life like? Like what were relationships like for you? Had, have you been married before? Yeah. Um, thank you for asking. So I was married for 10 and a half years and, um, my ex-husband had a couple of affairs and my saying is first time shame on you second time shame on me <clears throat> I was trying to <clears throat> excuse me I was trying to work through all of that and save the marriage and uh, we had two small kids three and five and it it just it wasn't working you know, I learned in divorce recovery, it takes two people to, to get married. It takes only takes one to want a divorce and divorce, you know, break the marriage up. And people don't get married with the intention of divorcing. So it's a very ugly, hideous, painful um, thing to go through, especially with children. So mm -hmm. I, so I kind of, and you don't know this, this is really interesting because this is part of my story. I totally committed myself to my kids. So after my divorce, I was celibate and abstinent and didn't date anyone for 11 years. Ooh, I know. And I was about, I guess it was sort of 48, 46, 40, somewhere in there. I don't remember. I forget how old I am. <laughs> I'm old, but I act like a teenager. My head, I'm a teenager. Um, yeah, so I I just didn't want to be in a relationship and then divided it with my kids and back and forth. I just wanted to focus on my kids. And 
I wanted them to have the stability and the security and the safe place. And, you know, this is when we are with mom, this is comforting. And this is, you know, this, she's all about me. So that is so sweet, by the way, like that, I mean, to, to be such a good mom, it's easy to be a crappy mom. It's hard to be a good mom, to be present and to make certain sacrifices and put your kids first. So yeah. And, and, you know, even I know you're a mom too, cause I know your story, but I, I always tell my kids, you know, when you grow up, you're probably going to think of oh, why did she do that? I did the best I could with what I knew at the time. You know, that old Maya Angelou saying, do yes. your best. And when you know better, do better. So that's my, you know, that's one of the things that drives me as an individual. And the kids were in high school and I was in, I signed up for like a 12 week online personal development class. And I um, had a coach that I would talk to on the telephone. It wasn't a zoom call. It was just a phone call and it was week three. And at week three, she wanted to know what my intention was or what my goal was at the end of the 12 week program. And, and I was just dragging my feet and self-sabotaging. And I'm a person who just dives all in head first. I'm like, okay, let's do this. I want to get through this process as quickly as possible. So I talked to her on the phone and, she, you know, through a series of questions, we kind of honed it down because there were all these different categories, you know, work, you know, family, health, wellness, relationships. And we honed it down and I said, I got it. I know exactly what I want to do. I want to lose 30 pounds at the end of this program. And she was like, okay, why? And I was like, because I think that if I lost 30 pounds, I would feel more confident in who I am and what I look like. And I want to get back in the dating pool. And I think that men would be more attracted to me. And her first immediate response was, eh. <laughs> I was like, wait, she goes, nope, you're wrong. That's a limiting belief. That's a limiting belief. And I was like, oh, you're right. It is a limiting belief. Even though I know all these self-improvement, you know, I follow, I follow all of this stuff and I have for many, many years, sometimes we get these blind spots and that was a blind spot for me. And she said, you don't know this about me, Michelle, because we've never seen each other face to face. We've only talked on the telephone, but I was born with a condition called spina bifida. And spina bifida makes it so that I have to walk with two canes. And when my husband divorced me, I felt like I was never going to meet anybody else again, that I was damaged and nobody would ever love me. And that was a limiting belief because now I'm in the most loving relationship of my life. So I said, yeah, you're right. You know, when my kids say things that sound judgmental or opinionated, I never tell them they're wrong, but I use that as a parenting moment and say, you're right. And isn't it wonderful that we're all unique and we're all different and the world is diversified. And just because you don't like it doesn't mean somebody else doesn't. It's what makes the world so colorful and so beautiful that we're all different, unique human beings and that there's a lid for every pot and a seat for every ass. And just because it doesn't work for you, and so my coach, Roberta, was like, yeah, exactly. So I went online that evening and was, wasn't even a dating app on my phone. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> it was a website, a plus size or 
big, beautiful women website for dating. And I just plugged in this, you know, half-assed five minute, whatever pictures I had. And by the end of the day, I had like 20 hits. I'm like, holy crap, really? And then I went on a, the, the phone and went to the app store and found, you know, this plus size curvy women dating app. And I made myself a profile there and I started attracting all these men. And I knew when my marriage ended, my ex-husband, God bless him. And he, again, he only knew what he knew at the time blamed me for his affairs because he said you gained weight after you had kids and I'm not attracted to you my logical mind knew that it wasn't about me that it was really about him and I was in therapy too but my subconscious mind really held that and created this limiting belief that if he's not attracted to me then no man is going to be attracted to me which is a big crock so I started interacting on this website and uh, I had, I was 58 at the time and I had this 24 year old who was coming after me like gangbusters. I'm telling you. And I can remember my, I know. Right. And my, and my therapist, that was so conflicting too. And my therapist, I remember her telling me at the end of the, of uh, the divorce and while I was going through my transition, she said, now I would really encourage you to start dating right away because if you don't, it's going to concretize, concretize. And I was like, in my mind, I'm envisioning this, this big, thick layer of concrete, right? And so, um, I, and I didn't. And, and she said, if it concretizes, it's going to be really difficult for you to break through that. So I have this young guy who's coming after me, guns fully loaded, and you know I'm bantering with him in the chat room, like, why me? And he's like, why not? I think you're hot and sexy. I think if we met, we'd really vibe. I really like your energy, blah, 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 blah. And using the tools that I had learned through from that point to the, from my life to that point, you know, no limiting beliefs, barriers down, let it go. Why judge? Just enjoy the moment so we met we clicked I liked him he took me on dates he was so chivalrous and um you know I told him that he he was pursuing me and wanting to get intimate with me and I told him that we were making out (laughs) this is so funny excuse me we were making out if any of the listeners live in southern California you'll know this in Huntington Beach at Lifeguard Tower 28 at the corner of PCH and Warner. There's a jack-in-a-box there that's been there ever since I was a little kid. It's still there. We went to the Lifeguard Tower and we were having this heavy makeout session. And, and I was like, okay, just a minute. All of this is yummy and delicious. And I really am enjoying myself. And I know where you want to go. However, it's been 11 years. And I don't want my first time to be at Lifeguard Tower 28 in Huntington Beach with, you know, sand in my butt crack and a spotlight, you know, shining on me with my blouse off from the lifeguards telling you, beach is closed, you have to leave. No, that's not. I said, I want it to be romantic and I want it to be special. And I and I want to buy sexy lingerie so I feel feminine and pretty and and. And I said, and I choose you. So he popped my proverbial cherry and he did, he delivered. 
then I'm listening to all these podcasts because I'm a big podcaster and I heard your interview with um, Layla London on the Curious Girl Diaries and yes. I was smitten with your story and I could tell again when you told your story it was genuine and authentic and like I'm a hairdresser by trade but I also see pictures so when people talk to me it's like little movies that play in my head and I'm envisioning everything that you're talking about and so I went and I dug and I found your website and then I found that there was this program that you offered that was a week long that was in my budget at the time so I I joined and I was also part of a women's group at the time and relayed to one of my fellow um, sisters in that group about you. And she joined, she's in Florida. And it was great because it was, you know, um, all kind of online. We didn't have to go meet in person or anything. And the Zoom calls were recorded so we could go back and rewatch. Um, the, interaction that you had with the girls in that group same as is like what we do every week when we meet with you and I was learning these wonderful techniques that I was able to apply on my young lover that um I was and he was like what what, what are you what are you doing <laughs> so, so so okay you, you're you're back you're newly back into the you know, having a sex life again. And so here you try, how long had you been with this guy before you tried some erotic massage techniques on him? Well, we was interesting because our sex life to, and, and I just recently ended my relationship with him. Our sex life together was approximately three and a half years. And I think we became active sexually in 2019. And then I took your program was it last year? I believe. I think it was last year. So we, our transit, our sexual evolution started out very vanilla, and then it started getting into some different discoveries, and because we were very comfortable with one, with one another, and and you talk about communication being so important, which it is. He had a degree from Arizona State University in communication. So that was one of the things that I was really attracted to him about was yeah. that he was open in communication and understood. And so we slowly introduced all these little things into our sex life. And I told him that I joined this wonderful um, class to learn about erotic massage and that I would like to practice on him. And he was like, yes yeah <laughs> please <laughs> yeah I remember every time I would was with him and I would use one of your tools he was like oh god I'm so glad you took that class oh my gosh I'm so grateful that you took that class you have no idea how lucky I am that you took that class <laughs> and so I've funny. never ever had a man say that to me prior to taking your class and and let me just say this other class that I was in at the time where I got my friend from Florida to join was about, it's about masculine and feminine energy and it's about communication skills. And it's about, you know, and you've witnessed me do this in our group too, where you use specific words. It's all about using specific words so that you don't create a defensive reaction. You create a more open receptive reaction on the partner or whoever it is that you're talking to. 
And in her class, what she was teaching us as women was you don't let that magic wand in, you know, your Antonio that you have. <laughs> He's referring wand. to my dildo that I trade <laughs> on sometimes. For those of you who don't know. His name's Antonio. <laughs> Antonio. Yes. But yeah. And so, and what, so anyways, the magic wand being the man's penis, and she was teaching us and coaching us, don't let that man's penis in your mouth, anus, or vagina until you've had some type of commitment that you're in this long-term relationship. So it was really geared more towards women who are looking to get married and partnered and start a family. I'm past that. So she said, well, they always tell us it's okay to share affections. Meaning if you go out on a date and you're in an intimate moment, he can perform oral sex on you and you can give him a hand job. Well, a hand job prior to that was spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. And that's another Lee Jagger term. It's like, which yeah, is- it's like <laughs> straight up and down, just up and down, up and down. Up. What we all think of a hand job to be. Yeah. What I love about you describing spaghetti too is everybody likes spaghetti. Spaghetti's good, but it's not good all the time. If all you ever eat is spaghetti, it gets kind of boring. <laughs> exactly. And so that's what my toolbox was. Spaghetti. That's all I knew was spaghetti. And so um, it wasn't, it didn't feel like I was actually giving pleasure or giving affection as my mentor taught me to just do this you know like and to touch a man's scrotum or even go in and around and and really discover even like on an uncircumcised penis or whatever that there are these parts that are beautiful and unique and that when you're touched them a certain way they're you know you can feel their bodies quivering because they're so enjoying it and there's something so freaking empowering and I know you know it because your juju is what you teach all of us like wow I have that power over a man just by touching him and those are the tools that I've learned from you so that's what kind of transformed me into and where I am now with um (laughs) with your tools and my tools well I mean You, Michelle, you seem to me like you just exude confidence, um, self-esteem. Like you, you just, you, you seem like you're really put together and the way you talk, it feels, and especially like when you share experiences with the, the experiences with men that you've had, you seem very confident in sexually speaking. And so, like I'm I'm curious as to have you noticed a shift in your confidence since expanding your repertoire beyond spaghetti and I to, for the listeners so that if you don't know I name all of my techniques after food <laughs> to make it easier to to remember and so that's why we call it spaghetti but so when you when you expanded your repertoire and put more sexual tools in your toolbox so to speak then like, did your confidence go up even more or did, oh, did you? Yeah, tenfold. And, and I'm a type A personality. I'm an Aries and the Zodiac sign. <laughs> I'm an Aries sun with a Leo moon, cancer rising. So 
you know, I'm I don't know what any of that means. What I know, that I know. It's okay. It's, I'm into like mysticism and metaphysical stuff and self-improvement and limiting beliefs and, you know, manifest your magic and you know, the law of attraction. I'm into so many different modalities and things, but I, I think just by nature, I have that, um, I, I don't know where it came from, but in the bedroom, <clears throat> especially after the divorce, when my ex-husband told me that he wasn't attracted to me because I had gained weight. And then I started getting all of those, these affirmations and, and uh, people who were attracted to me and, you know, the comments like, oh, you're so hot and you're so sexy. And oh my, and like, and oh, and, and maybe let me just say from younger men too, they weren't, I mean, I did get some from who were my age, but the majority of them were from younger men, hot, hunky, like bodybuilder guys. And I'm not that woman. I'm a plus size woman. You know, I put it on my profile that I'm a plus size curvy woman. I don't fit the social norms and men don't freaking care. So when uh, if I put on my profile that I have skills in erotic massage, I get all these, oh, I want to be, a, I want you to practice on me. And like that, that was <laughs> for anybody who wants to put a <clears throat> profile together. That's a good hook. <laughs> that, that'll attract some attention. Yeah. <laughs> it does attract yeah. a lot of attention. You have to have a filter. So, you know, my lover, my young lover, I remember him. This was before I met you, but he said to me, your confidence is so mm freaking sexy now where my confidence comes from in in interacting with <clears throat> with men and I was just texting somebody the other day because he's kind of quiet and he doesn't really he doesn't really respond and communicate a lot and he said I've been waiting for you and I said thank you so much for letting me know that I just want you to know that I am a girl of the old school mentality and I don't feel comfortable texting a man or initiating. I feel more attracted to a masculine energy who's pursuing me. And when you pursue me, it makes me feel desired. And when I feel desired, I feel sexy. And when I feel sexy, boy, do I want to give and be a part of your world. <clears throat> Just yeah. connect the dots, right? So it yeah. was that simple. But your techniques and tools took it to a whole new level. I mean, like when people's like, I think I sure even shared with you in an email that I was on a date with somebody and we got frisky in the backseat of his car. And yeah, that was a juicy email. Yeah. We were like, having I really hot appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> we were having this hot makeout session. <laughs> One thing leads to another. And uh, all of a sudden my hands are in his junk and he's like, oh yeah, I, this does, I, you know, you can try, but I, I don't usually have, and it, my intention was not for him to have an orgasm. My intention was for him just to receive pleasure. And so right. I slowed it down and did the, you know, slow equals moan and here we go. And boom. And he was like, what was that lotion you used? <laughs> was it the lotion? It wasn't was the, it the lotion. No. <laughs> <laughs> And I sent you that email about like, oh my gosh, it's been over a year and I still am practicing these techniques and it, it, it blew his mind, you know, he, just like you said. So those little incidents that happen where I'm able to touch a man confidently and not be afraid is so empowering for a woman who is in her sexuality and is open to her sexuality 
and even those who aren't, because you, you've got to start somewhere and your tools give women that confidence and that um, clarity of, you know, how to do it. Don't be afraid. Just do it. So right. thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. And yeah, I think it's, I think the more tools that we, especially as women can have in our toolbox, whether that be erotic massage technique, whether that be communication techniques, you know, what, what, whatever it is, like all the tools, the skills that us women can have, especially in relationships and in the bedroom, like intimate relationships. Uh, I think the better off we are because for millennia we've been repressed and we we've been the air quote I'm air quoting for those of you who can't see who are you know listening in your car or whatever um we have been the weaker species we have been the 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 ones that didn't have the voice we didn't have the rights we didn't we were being told what to do in relationships. This is your duty as a wife. Da, 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 da. So for us to come step into our power and go, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take charge here. Like I'm gonna initiate. I'm gonna reach down your pants. I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm gonna treat you like a king. Assuming that he deserves to be treated like a king, you know, like the, there's a whole, there's a lot of tangents we could go down there, but but assuming you love this guy and and you want to be with him, just the more tools that we can have as women, the more confident we feel, the more empowered we feel, the more self-esteem we have, the more we have to give in a relationship, the more we are filling our own cup, you know, and not being this damsel in distress and you make me happy or I'm not going to be happy. No, like what we can fill our own cup. And, and that actually leads me to something that I hear all the time from women. And I bet, I bet some listeners right now who don't know me or my world that much um, are probably thinking right now, is it really my job to satisfy him? And why, like, why aren't you teaching the guys how to satisfy us? Which I do, the by, by the way, but like, why you know, women like to turn it around and go, yeah, but he, he's easy. You know, I can whack him off and he's done, but it, you know, he's not doing right by me. So isn't this, this sounds like a whole lot of I'm servicing my guy with these erotic massage techniques. What the hell am I getting out of this? Like, why would I even want to do that when I feel like he's not, he's not very good in bed for me. Like I've, there are women in the membership who've never had an orgasm and they're in their fifties or sixties and they've, they've had sex hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, never had an orgasm. So, you know, what would you say to those women who look at this stuff and go, uh, I think I'll pass. I think I need a guy to do to me instead of me do to a guy. Yeah, I, you know, I totally get that. And thank you so much for bringing that up because I was that woman, you know, at the end of my marriage, I was bitter and angry and resentful. Like ah, I gave him the best years of my life. I was, you know, I, <clears throat> prior to getting married, I was quite sexually promiscuous. I've always been sexually promiscuous. However, um, I was just bitter and, and I didn't, 
you know, I took that 11 years of, of abstinence and celibacy for my kids. But then when I got back in, I was kind of in that, like, okay, well, what's in it for me? Like, I know what I can do for you, but what are you going to do for me? And it, when you were telling that story too, Lee, again, I see pictures because, you know, my primary job and training is as a hairstylist. When I have a client at the Shampoo Bowl and I'm massaging their scalp and giving them this wonderful massage and I, what I'm really doing is connecting with them. I'm connecting with their energy. I'm connecting with their vibration. I'm connecting with their soul, their spirit. I'm connecting with them. They're allowing me, not only are they allowing me, they're paying me to touch them. And I want them to just relax because that's their time with me. I have their undivided attention and they're paying me to feel good. Not very many people get paid to feel good legally. <laughs> I had to throw that in there, <clears throat> right? So as a licensed hairdresser, I'm licensed to touch people and I'm allowed to touch them. Not only that, they give me permission. And so when I get into that mindset and flipping the coin, like, okay, this is, you know, I know what I can do for you. What are you going to do for me? It, it's not even about that. It's more about connecting with the masculine energy, connecting with the man that's in your life, your husband, your boyfriend, whatever, and knowing that nobody has ever touched him the way that you are teaching us to touch these men. No one, every single man. And let me tell you, I've been like playing around a lot. Every single man I touch is like, holy crap. Nobody, even last, I was with somebody last night and I was playing with him in the car. I'm going to get real graphic. He's got an uncircumcised penis, right? And so I'm playing with the foreskin and doing onion ring. And like, has anybody ever done this for you before? And he's like, nobody has ever done this. And I'm thinking to myself, how sad. Now the reciprocation that I receive from giving him those affections and touch of love and compassion and, you know, honoring his maleness was like, woo, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, it comes around. It's almost like, exactly. It's uh, the competitive nature of the male species is, oh, you did that for me. Watch what I'm going to do for you. And that's that. where it's so true, right? Because yeah. the man is like, oh, you gave this, a watch what I'm going to do for you. And I'm like, ah! and of course, then my inner male kind of comes out and goes, well, wait, wait, do you see what I'm going to do next? So it just, creates this whole synergistic fire of passion and affection and yummy feel good. It's just, I, I, I am always saddened when I hear women speak in that, in that way about, you know, I don't need a man and you know, we don't need a man. We have sex toys. We have, you know, we can take care of ourselves. However, what does that, how does that man feel? I mean, we have to really get in touch with the male species and, you know, there, there are assholes out there, but not all men are assholes. There are really good men out there that just need a little guidance and need a little bit of a, our feminine essence and goddess energy to draw them out. And they're like, 
men, you know, the sirens on the rock that are singing the songs. You right. touch his penis in a certain way, the way you teach us. And they're like, ooh, they'll follow us anywhere. Yes. Right? That's what, I never thought about it that way. It's like we're a siren, only in a good way. Like, we're not going to eat them or anything, but um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill them. But um, it's sort of like when you have when you turn your hands into magic hands and when you turn your voice into this beautiful, compassionate, you know, tool for admiration, for respect, for, you know, like when you treat a man like a king, they melt. They, they just, they want like a siren. They will follow us anywhere. They will. A guy said to me once when I told him I was going to start teaching women how to do this stuff, he said, Oh, Lee, you, you show women how to do this stuff. And he knew what I did. And, um, because I got like, Oh, I tell people I got over 69 different ways to touch your guys privates that it, in most of the ways he's never felt before. He goes, you touch a man like this and you teach women how to do this. They will swim oceans for you. They will swim (laughs) oceans yeah he said that and he was so emphatic and his eyes got really big like oh my god this this is a gift to all mankind (laughs) it is a gift to all mankind but not only that it's a gift to all mankind but as the giver the power i mean you know again again type a personality that's a big turn on to me to know that i just have to touch you a certain way with one finger not even my hand one finger and he's like Oh. and so yeah that is a turn on to me right because I know I mean and that's that's part to me that's part of the dance that we do in the bedroom or where or the back seat of a car wherever you are is the exchange of energies and the dance of I'm gonna give I'm gonna receive you're gonna give I'm gonna I mean it's just it's a yeah. beautiful thing and it's just slowing down and really connecting with that person, just like I do at the shampoo bowl when I'm massaging their scalp. I'm just doing it in a different place. <laughs> right, exactly. You know what, that actually reminds me of a story, this whole idea of what you get when you give. So years and years and years ago, um, when my son was very young, he, I don't know, he was probably seven or something. I got a knock one day I don't know, a week or two before Christmas. And uh, I opened the door and there was this man outside with two big boxes of goodies. It was like a Christmas hamper kind of box with foods and toys and slippers and like just all sorts of things. And he said, your family was nominated to receive this box today and it you know I'm from the church da 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 and someone in the church nominated you and he wouldn't tell me who it was and um and I was just like I didn't know this guy from Adam and here he's giving me and my son and I'm a single mom so I'm kind of broke you know I mean I'm I'm hand to mouth like I'm the bills are paid but I got nothing left after that and so so I was just floored to receive this these boxes of goodies and I took a couple things out and I gave them to my son you know stuff that that he would like but this woman who was in my yoga class I used to teach yoga 
And she had talked about her son and daughter-in-law and her grandson. They like, he lost his job. They were going to have a really crappy Christmas. No, no presents under the tree. Like they, they were really bad off. When I received this, I'm like, oh my God, I, I want to give all these goodies minus a couple that I gave my son to them. And I was just so hit with this inspiration and I I'm getting full body chills just thinking about it now. And this was decades. Oh, ago. No, I mean, you know what? I've been exactly where you are. I know exactly where you're going. I've yeah. been, you're telling my story right now. Keep going. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> and so I showed up and him, his wife and his son were all there. And I said, you, you don't know me, but I would just like to give this to you to help you have a good Christmas and they're, you know, they're totally stunned at first. And then the wife, she's taking stuff out and the the little boy come, comes over and he's getting stuff and he's all excited. And every, I think I'm going to cry telling this story. And everybody is just like, she's crying. The little boy is just totally over the moon. He's welling up and we're all, I'm, I didn't even want to leave because I was just so as good as it felt to receive all those goodies, it felt way better to give them, to just pay them forward and give. And I just sat in my car and I bawled my eyes out for about 10 minutes before I drove away. It was so lovely. And so the whole, and we've all felt those experiences where that, like that family never talked to me again. They will never, ever repay me for that, nor did I expect them to repay me. Like, it wasn't a transactional thing other than emotional. Oh, my God, I got so much out of it. But to just give unconditionally in a loving way and to see a person's face light up and be totally moved by that act of generosity, there is nothing on the planet like that. There is nothing short of maybe seeing your newborn baby for the first time. Like maybe, maybe second did that, but oh my gosh, it was amazing. So what I really mean it when I tell women, seriously, you win when you learn how to give in this way, in, you know, in the bedroom, turn your hands into magic hands and just like give in a way that men really appreciate it, you get so much out of it other than confidence, other than self-esteem, other than, you know, that power trip of, whoa, I did that. <laughs> you know, that feels really good, but it just feels awesome to just be unconditional in your love. Cause that's really what it is. It's not whacking him off. It's a slow loving touch it's, it's and, fast. and, and, you know, loving communication mm -hmm. and just, it's all from a place of kindness and generosity and love. And mm -hmm. To give that feels amazing. And it always comes back. You know, it's really hard for a man to receive and receive and receive so much respect and admiration and appreciation and love and kindness and all that and not want to reciprocate. Like there are a few men on the planet who will not respond to that. <laughs> Most so will. There That's are so exceptions, of course. <clears throat> yeah, but no. That the the male energy, when you say it's so difficult for them to receive, the true masculine energy is the giver and the provider. Mm -hmm. And so it is difficult. And I, I wanted to interject too, because 
I, I do in our group, sometimes I notice that the, there's difficulties with initiating communication and how being part of your tribe makes it so easy for those women who have a difficult time wanting or, you know, flipping the coin and wanting to get into that giving mentality rather than, you know, what, what am I going to get out of this? Right. But if you sign up, you, you can tell your partner, I signed up for this really interesting course that I think you might be excited about. Are you interested in hearing what it is? I'm like, yeah, well, sure. I, I signed up to learn erotic massage and I need to practice. Would you let me? I mean, not in itself. <clears throat> easy, oh, right? And what guys because you didn't practice on? And then once you once you touch them the, the first time, what's that? Yeah, what guy's ever going to say no to that when you use those words? <laughs> no guy. No guy. No guy's ever going to say no to that. But I mean, when, when you actually get to practice it for the very first time, that connection that you and I are talking about, that that it's like a spiritual connection. It really is. Um, it, it transcends all of that. All, everything just goes away. Right. And I find that it takes things a little deeper, you know, when it's not just rote sex, you know, like same old, same old, you know, he, he, he rolls me over, he touches this boob, he grabs my right butt cheek, he, you know, it's like, it's all, it's choreographed. It's the same old, same old thing. And it's just a physical release but you've lost that spark and you've lost that emotion. This is such a great way I find to bring that back, you know, cause I, I force you to talk during, like I force you to ask those questions and I, I get you to, to, you know, open up in the bedroom just a little bit to mix it up. I yeah. think that's the, that's the difference that it makes. And it could be anything, you know, maybe it's an introduction of toys. Like it doesn't have to be erotic massage. It could be anything, but right. just to mix it up and yeah. get the spark back and get some commu communication going. And all of us women, we've all had conversations in our brain where we're like, oh, he always does that thing. And I'm, uh, you know, how do I get him to, I've told him a couple of times, just go a little bit higher. And that's where the magic spot is, but he keeps going lower. And da -da -da. like, we have this internal conversation going on and yet we don't have the words to actually say what we wish that he, he knew. Right. And they're not mind readers, ladies. They're no. not mind readers. Oh, let me just, let me just tell you something too. <clears throat> Excuse me to interject. When I was talking to you about being on the dating profile or dating apps in the, um, the men that are attracted, the younger guys, when I ask them, what is it about an older woman that you're attracted to? No bullshit. They know exactly what they want. They are really direct in their communication. Boom. Women my age, they're wishy-washy. They don't know what to tell. They don't know how to direct me to tell. I'm like, wow, really? How simple is that? So yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd say men, they really appreciate, generally speaking, they really appreciate directness they want a roadmap they they want you to tell them what to do because they want to be successful yeah. they want to take you to the moon they yes. they want to you know be able to puff out their chest and go yeah i did that i did that yeah they, so they do want us to be able to say hey you know instead of doing this can we try that yes 
And there's those ways to finesse it so that you're not hurting his ego and you're not making him defensive. You're not starting a fight. Right. Or ways, you know, and and it's not difficult, but it just takes a little bit of practice. There's a finesse that you teach us. It's a, it's a fine tuned finesse and you're so good at teaching that too, Lee. You're so, um, you're so cognizant of the women and where they're at in their growth process and each person who talks to you you break it down specifically for them and it's it's a kind of like you go at your own pace you know your own comfort level but you have to break through that comfort level before you can even get to you know break through the barrier of that before you can even get to that place of wow, now we're in a sweet spot. You want to get yeah. to that sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, it just, you know, it's, it just takes trying for the yeah. first time. Yeah. And it's always hard to try anything new the first time. Of course, you're going to be nervous. Of course, you're going to think, oh my God, I'm going to totally mess this up. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Of course, you've got all that going through your brain. But let me ask you, Michelle. So the first time that you tried any of the techniques on a guy, like the, the massage techniques, what, like, what was your, were you nervous? Oh, I was totally nervous. Really? I was so nervous. Yeah. What made you do it anyway? I had performance anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was pretty confident, right? So for, yes, exactly. Exactly. Even confident women are going to be nervous. So all you listeners out there going, oh my God, I could never do that. Well, you know what? Even confident women are nervous and look at, look at what's happened since. So yeah, it's worth just going, don't ever wait to to not be nervous because that'll never happen. Oh my gosh. So what made you, what made you want to do it anyway? I just wanted to make sure that I did the techniques properly and that I didn't forget what I learned and that I think the first I think I shared with you in our we had a one-on-one session that my first massage was like a two-hour massage because I did this whole bot and this guy was like owns a, a, a fitness center I mean he's this big bodybuilder guy right did this whole body massage and then ended it with the erotic part it was like a two hour, I was sweating bullets. I was like, you know, cause I get body massage and I know what it feels like. And I know what I like. Right. The second one was with my lover and he, um, we had talked in, in between, I gave you the pros and cons or the pros and cons of what had happened. And you, you redirected me. I was less nervous with him because it was, I went in with the intention, you know, we set the intention before this is what, how long I'm going to take. And you said, you know, when you're at the five minute before you end, let them know I'm coming to an end now. So just letting you know. And so all of that, but you created it. So it's so easy that even if I was nervous, I could hear you, I could play you, I could follow your direction in my ear with my AirPods and my cell phone, you know, um, or write it down and practice it out. It was more about, it wasn't the fear of touching them. And it wasn't the fear of them not feeling the sensations that I knew that they would feel it was more about me remembering the steps and doing it at a pace that was pleasurable and enjoyable and not taking too long and not being too fast it was me getting in my own way basically right. and, but and trying because, to get it right 
you know, yeah. like, oh, I want to do this know, right. It's like going to a wedding, you know, the bride's always like, oh my gosh, there's always going to be something that happens. But guess what? Overall, everybody has a great time. So right? <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like, yeah, he doesn't know if I made a mistake. He doesn't know if I forgot to do one of the techniques because he doesn't know what the pattern is and he doesn't know the routine and he doesn't know the steps. The only yeah. person who knows is me. So that's why I say I got in my own way and it was really more about me. It wasn't about them. It was more right. about me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really when it comes down to it, as soon as you put your hands on a guy's genitals, come on, you've, you've won. Like you've already got it. Right. Like they just, they just want you to touch it. Like you like it. How many times I've been on a date making out with a guy and he takes my hand and he puts it on his genital, like touch me. Right. Yeah. Please touch me there. Like guys, guys identify so heavily with their genitals. Like that's And the, and to avoid that area is they take that personally. Mm-hmm. It's like you you don't want to touch them. You know you're touching their soul when you're touching their penis. Really, right. you really we are. No, so, um, yeah, and it's different for w- women. We don't necessarily have that going on in our psyche, so we can't relate to that. But for for a lot of guys, and I've talked to thousands of them. Yeah, they really want you to touch it. Yep. Yeah. So, so if, if, and, and I just need to say this to my listeners, never once am I ever going to tell you do something you don't want to do like the whole obligatory, I'm going to do this and I'm going to force myself through it and I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to do it for you anyway. Cause Lee Jagger said it. No, I will never, ever tell you to do that. That's the beauty about all of the things that I teach is that it's, it's stuff that you're going to enjoy doing it. And, and you don't do anything ever in the bedroom that you don't want to do. And that that's why I start things really slow and really easy to just let women know that, you know what, you can do this. This isn't rocket science. Oh my gosh. It's so darn easy. And, and by making it easy, it gets them to just try because then when they try and they get a major positive response from their guy in the bed and out like, oh, now he wants to make me dinner tonight and he never makes me dinner. Like that feels good to have that, that, um, that power you're wielding a power, you know, you got a magic wand in your hand and you're like, okay, I'm going to have my guy treat me like a goddess after this. That feels really good. And then they want to do it then it is enjoyable. Then it builds this bond and more communication and trust and things get juicy in the bedroom. But to start, yeah, you're nervous. You're oh, yeah. nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous. And I'm, I consider myself a pretty sexually confident woman and I was nervous, but I did it anyway. And I'm glad I did. And I'm glad I continue to, um, broaden my spectrum of tools by staying in, involved with you in the group so yeah it's it's awesome it's fun it's it's like the best thing that ever happened to me <laughs> oh my gosh well it's so much fun having you in the group because you have you always have something amazing to say and um and for our listeners who don't know when i say the group like i have a coach um like a member monthly membership program and so every week we get together and over zoom and we, and people have questions and I have answers and other women have answers. And I am not the only, um, 
person talking in the group, like, like Michelle, you come out all the time and have great advice. Thank you. Because you, I mean, you're, you're a relationship coach. You're, you've got a lot of information within you already. And I just love how you share that with the group and help the other ladies and rally them on. And, and Thanks. that woman from the, from Copenhagen, she, she could feel supported. She really, she really felt that. And you had a lot to do with that. So thank you thank so you. much for, thank you. Queens help Queens, right? Queens we help Queens. That's right. Yeah, we we fix uh, we fix each other's crowns. Yeah, there's a sisterhood, and and uh, you know, I've been around women who, per, they they act or per, pretend that they were a sisterhood, but I, you know, you know, you feel it in your heart. Your instincts kick in and go, eh, I'm not really sure, but you're a sisterhood. You're my sister from another Mister. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's, sure. it's Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week yeah. because I get to to hang out with all you ladies. You always say that. And, and I know exactly. It's true, right? It's my favorite day of the week, too. Even yes. if I'm running late, I'm like, I got to get on. I got to get on. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's happy hour with the girls. I love it. <laughs> it's fun. And, and all my girls get me and they they let me talk about sex and and <laughs> and I let them talk about sex. Like, where can you go, right? Right have these conversations really hard and that's why I wanted to do this podcast is yeah. to inspire women to be able to get help to be able to listen to education to other women's perspectives on what they're going through and how they dealt with it to overcome whatever problem was going on and to just know that we can have these conversations. Like if we don't talk about it, it ain't getting better and it can always get better. I love it. When someone takes a chance, it was someone who's got a great relationship. They love their guy. Like nothing's wrong. Everything's great. They consider themselves really lucky and great sex life. They have sex all the time. They're, they're um, like, uh, affectionate with each other in and out of the bedroom, great communication. Like they're doing awesome. And yet they come into my world and they learn a few more things and they realize, Oh, you mean it could even get better. I didn't even know. Like it's, yeah. it's so satisfying to help someone whose marriage is on the rocks and help them get to the other side where they're now happily, happily married to that same person. That's fun too, but it blows me away when a woman who has no problems <laughs> in the bedroom <laughs> joins my world, rock the bedroom and, and has the, I, don't, I guess they got to be learners like you, right? Yeah. Who, they're just like, they get, it can always get better. Yeah. It can always get better. I used to tell myself that all the time when I was uh, either breaking up with a guy or a guy was break more often when a guy was breaking up with me when I was much younger and convincing myself, okay, he was really great. And oh my God, I just lost that guy and the world is over. And eventually I came to realize, you know what? I said that about the last guy and this guy, he was better than the last guy. And I never thought I could get anything better, but I got better. 
So this is a slightly different context, but, but yeah. it can always get better. And it has, at least in, in my world, life just keeps getting better yeah. and better and better, especially relationships, because I keep yeah, knowing sure. more and more and more, you know, older and wiser kind of thing. So yes, exactly. <laughs> right. And we, we learn to tolerate less crap, I think. And ask for what we want. Older women, I yeah, think. Older that- women. Yeah. I, I tell people I'm in, I'm in the fourth quarter of my life, 60 to 80. Fourth quarter is when you go for the win, right? right? I got, I still got some mojo left in me. I'm going for it. I'm playing. I'm having fun. I'm living my best life. And if you would have told me at the end of my divorce that I would be in this place today, I would have told you that you were full of crap. Man, there's no way. And I'm like, woo, and you're a big part of that, Lee. So thank you so oh. much. Oh, I'm so glad to have a part in that. Oh. Yeah, you're a big part. You're yeah. a big part. Oh, thank you. I love having you in my world. Thanks. I really, really appreciate you being here today. Yeah, This has been so enjoyable. I want to give uh, you an opportunity to let listeners know how they can find you out in the world because you have amazing perspectives on relationship on communication and and I let I almost feel like you're my partner in in my program because (laughs) you always pipe up with some really great things to talk about and recently you said yeah actually I'm a relationship what do you call yourself well so here's the thing I'm in the midst of transitioning out of being a hairstylist and into being more of a coach for women a relationship coach um and, and I was sharing with you and the group not too long ago that I, it was something I was getting ready to share, something that I had learned. Um, and I said, I'd, I've never shared this with you and Lee or the girls that I'm a relationship coach. And you said, oh, that doesn't surprise me. And my daughter was in the room and she walked by and she got these big saucer eyes and looked at me like, whoa. And at the end of the call, she looked at me and she goes, you're owning it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm owning it. I'm called like you feel called to help women feel more secure and empowered in who they are. My, my uh, coaching business will be called the goddess glow up. I don't have any social media set up. I'm like right in the infantile stages of it all. I do have an Instagram account for my hair business, which is called hair guru for you. And you can put that in the show notes or whatever. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. And is that the number four or the number out? four? Yeah. Okay. Guru, awesome. Number four for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's all, I'm all in the beginning stages and, um, going through a program right now to get certified as a life coach, but I'm going to be able to apply my programming and incorporate all of that. So I'm excited about it. The girls that I have now that I coach and mentor are just from word of mouth. Hairdressers and bartenders are like therapists without a degree, right? Added to the fact that I've got like years of counseling and therapy myself, and then all the programs that I've been involved with and all of my own personal experiences and then the tools and and the things that I've learned from you. I mean, it just, every time it just goes to a different level and, you know, you shared your story about being blessed to be a blessing. And I feel exactly the same way that I have a calling to help women who feel uncomfortable about their sexuality, about their inner goddess, just go grow and glow girl, just go and live it. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. And as of this recording, you don't have stuff set up, but 
dear listener, go check her <laughs> out because you probably find find her by the time this comes out, or at least you know contact find her on uh, on Instagram. That yeah. way, when she does make the announcement, that boom, doors are open. I'm I'm open for business. You can check her out. Thank you. Yeah. Because yeah, you you bring so much value to my group that yeah, I I would highly recommend anyone check your stuff out because you yeah you've been around the block many times and thank you, Lee. you have a lot to pass on so thank you, thank you. i appreciate you being yeah. in my world my gosh and i ditto. learn from you all the time <laughs> i learn from you all the time too what the heck <laughs> right yeah That's so sweet. if you could great. do it on your own you'd have already done it exactly we need others to to teach us to remind us you know all the things to support us so thank you for being one of those women who are feeling called to yes. support other women I, or maybe other people. Do you, do you work with men and women or just women? Primarily women, but I'm open to working with men. I mean, how many times I've looked at a profile and it's like, you know, I could really make your profile stand out. Right. <laughs> but I, you know, unless a man asks for advice, I don't give it. So, but I, yeah, I'm open to working with men too, for sure. I think that there are a lot of men who um, are kind of lost and confused and not really sure how to navigate the waters to find a woman. So yeah, I'm Just open like, to that. We don't know how to talk to men. Men don't know how to talk to us. Oh, I know. And they it's don't. so easy. It's so yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't have those skills. That's all. But hey, they can be learned. They can all be learned. That's what we're all, all about. Mean. Yeah. So thank you for being a teacher. Appreciate you so thank much. You. Thank you for being my teacher. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on here with us and really exemplifying what passionate and playful is all about. That's thank my you. motto with Rock the Bedroom is be passionate, be playful. And you definitely are both of those. Things. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much, Lee. I'm really appreciative to you for that. Thank you for asking me to be your guest today. I'm grateful. Did you know that nine out of 10 women don't feel confident touching their man's privates with their hands? I believe being confident in the bedroom means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to have a great sex life and a happy relationship which is why I created an online video training called Drive Him Wild. I wanna show you how to become the confident woman that you were meant to be, so you can have a passionate and playful connection with your guy. And the best part is, this training is yours absolutely free. To dive in, just go to rockthebedroom.com and we can get started right now.